Welcome our awesome listeners to another captivating installment of We Are Listening. I'm your host Polkit Garg, the founder of Anya Wellness, and today we are delving into a topic that's not only relevant but also increasingly impactful in our digital age, the life of celebrities in the world of social media. And joining us once again is the insightful Nick, a certified emotional intelligence coach based in the vibrant city of London. Hi Nick. Hi Polkit. Hi everyone. and today's conversation promises to be both intriguing and enlightening listeners as we explore the unique challenges faced by celebrities in the era of social media in managing their relationships with the self and their loved ones and let's not forget the pressures our beloved celebrities manage on a daily basis get ready for an eye opening discussion on the life of a celebrity in the world of social media and nick before we get to discussion on this uh, on a topic you know we have been discussing at length about the chronicles of emotional intelligence and relationships in our last two episodes and today again we have another topic that focuses on a particular segment but before we you know get into this thought provoking discussion i would like to you know share about yourself for our listeners with nick being as an individual as a romantic and how you yourself you know navigate the uphill journey of emotional intelligence thanks for it i appreciate the question i'm a listener rather than a, than a speaker <laughs> so yeah for the audience i'm nick i do live in london in the uk and i was born in italy almost 40 years ago what else i'm one of the tutors at the school of philosophy and economic science the Italian branch as well and i would say this occupies almost every day every evening of the week i do enjoy say my mission is to support people to gain emotional awareness with the ultimate goal of improving society improving communication improving relationships i believe it's something that can be extremely beneficial and my my legacy in order to live a better place than the one I found say this is me bringing my drop in society so what else how did i got into emotional intelligence uh, to make a long story short i've always been fascinated by psychology and behavioral science as a practical tool not just reading mm-hmm. but in uh, how this can help me in my case but individuals more generally mm-hmm. to understand why people do the things they do and as well if it's true and and I believe so that everything starts with us why i do the things i do so i delved into psychology and behavioral science I started uh, doing some business coaching in uh, Cameroon in Central Africa mm-hmm. ages ago and I came to the realization that if you don't have a good lifestyle you cannot be a good professional so I moved in a, in another branch of sciences and I started doing lifestyle coaching and then of course in that phase I witnessed how difficult was for certain individuals to change thinking patterns regulate the emotional field and i started to ask myself how can i do better 
and the response has been thrown into the brain and the heart. And precisely, emotional intelligence, emotions are in the heart and intelligence is in the brain. So what I do today is supporting clients to connect, to align what is in the heart with what is in the brain, intellectually and emotionally. That's an amazing journey, Nick. And you know, you were also mentioning uh, during our conversation before the recording that uh, you also work with celebrities. And I believe that working with celebrities can be both exciting and challenging. So can you help us understand how does emotion intelligence play a role in your interactions with celebrities and what insights can you, you know, share about the unique challenges that they face? You frame it very well and I thanks for that. Exciting and challenging. Yeah, definitely you, you frame them very well. So starting from the point, this is something true for every human being. The more stimulations they have from external events, the more impulses internally are generated and in consequence more emotions. Celebrities, now I, I professionally am aware not to disclose anything that I legally cannot and ethically <laughs> I don't want to. But yes, certain known personalities goes through a multitude of fronts between pressures. That might be professionally related, that might be personally related, that might be investments, that might be, again, the list can go on and on and on. So this typology I'm witnessing, this typology of personalities that are mm -hmm. faced with many external stimuli, they enjoy having tools, strategies, to regulate their emotions and then take the right decisions. Because as well, I'm sure we're gonna to touch the point, every decision they make, every step that they make is on the journal, is on social yep. media, it can very easily go viral. And then of course, if something goes viral and they are not happy with that, the cycle of impulses and stimuli restarts. So it's better to, yeah, identify emotions, regulate them, and take decisions. You know, you just mentioned a point where you said that anything that our celebrities decide or any action or any emotion they face is, you know, directly hyped in the media. It goes just viral. So how can emotional intelligence, you know, help celebrities navigate the complexities of maintaining genuine connections while dealing with the external pressure of you know media hype out there so it's a good point and something that oftentimes we discuss in uh, in our sessions the effect of social media and the press more broadly speaking mm -hmm. it has an influence so now the influence is uh, the, the question is is it taken with the heart or is taken analytically of course, when and if they take it personally, the emotional engagement is tougher. And the emotions generated, of course, in consequence, harder to handle. Something that I can disclose is we conversate, we dialogue extensively about authenticity. 
being authentic mm -hmm. means as well embrace some mistakes that you might make. Through sex, they are seen from their fans as idols. So they're perfect people. Okay. So they never make mistakes. Now, from the outside, they might be seen that way, but when you get to know them under the human side, they are humans. They yeah. are humans like us. And so making mistakes, it can happen sometimes. The point is being authentic. Being genuine, being authentic, means uh, I take into account that I might make some And you know what? That's fine. The point is not to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. The point is not never fall. We all can fall at some point. The core, the key, is to embrace those potential mistakes and uh, stand back up again. Resilience is a word that comes in the sessions very often as well. Like being resilient means precisely stand back up after a setback. Nick, I would like to build on to this point. You know, you mentioned about the perfect life and we often, you know, put celebrities as the ambassadors of the so-called perfect life. And I'm sure you are aware of the immense pressure that celebrities face in different aspects of their lives because of the hype and, you know, the paparazzi is always chasing them all around. And we have heard various celebrities on the global level as well as in the Bollywood level of Hollywood who have come out openly. We have had uh, Selena Gomez come out, Deepika Padukone in the Bollywood industry come out. So can you help us understand the need for emotion, uh, you know, intelligence out here? in managing the pressures and maintaining a sense of balance in the image that they have as a celebrity and their own human being? Great question and uh, you're opening a very important door in the conversation. As I just mentioned, they have plenty of commitments. They have a, a very minimal control of their own agenda. And so from the outside, I, I reiterate, it looks like a perfect life, but they don't really fully decide their lives. Now, no, getting to, to know them, I realize that I have more flexibility in my agenda than theirs. I recall a, one person that I coach, his cousin was getting married, and of course, they have invited him, to the, to the wedding. And he said, uh, I would say yes, but I don't know in a couple of months time where I'm gonna be in the plant working. And I was like, wow, I feel it. Like you are not sure if you can attend your cousin's wedding. Which is something that I can do, which is something that majority of us can organize yep. themselves. And this led the conversation to the point of freedom. So freedom, I believe, is the most important thing we must keep in our life. And as human beings, when we don't feel free, we start to get agitated. So this so-called perfect life with no freedom, I would argue it is really perfect. Like we can do a lot of things that we decide to do. But then they might have, I don't know, sport competition or trainings or... TV presentation or interviews or 
some uh, goes on TV for uh, as a commentator for the sports as well, or maybe an actor or a, an actress on a on a movie casting. They cannot take the decision. Okay, I'm gonna see my my parents this weekend. No, it doesn't work this way. You are under a contract. You don't see your family, and so the point of not having the freedom to see my family it made me double think if this truly a perfect life. Of course, we need to stop a second and analyze how they live. So being famous comes with a lot of sacrifices. And so going back to your point, having someone that professionally can support all of this psycho-emotional journey and sometimes distress as well. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing that they find it very useful and I'm privileged and honored to be to be a good instrument for for them to regain uh, calmness, clarity, to feel centered, to feel grounded, either before an important sport competition like nationwide or be, before a TV show. They need to detach from everything that we just talked about. Like, I'm not seeing my family for six months. I would like to see my wife. I would like to see my kids. I don't know how they are doing at school. Which is something for, for a father, for example. It's something important. It gives you tranquility. And this tranquility is something that is then crucial before going on a sport competition, or a final, or a semi-final, or a national team competition in which you perfectly know, you are perfectly aware that millions of people are watching you. And if you are thinking about your daughter, you are thinking about the fact that you are not seeing family for months, of course you are going to lose focus, you are going to lose concentration. So again, this is how having a professional like me or a psychologist next to or anyhow, having a companion, it might prevent downfalls like depression or emotional misregulation. No, I totally relate. And I have also seen a lot of transition happening in the body languages of our athletes and celebrities since the social media hype has come into our lives. And the, under constant pressure of always performing their best, living up to the expectations of the nation. And again, uh, safeguarding themselves from the dark side of the sports world or the world they live in, the glamour and the sparkling world they live in. But Nick, can we conclude this episode by sharing some tricks and some steps that you know our celebrities can take to maintain that emotional intelligence for them and face all of these mammoth uh, of social media hype, uh, you know, in their lives? I would stress the word being authentic. Because when you are authentic, you feel self-secure. You mm -hmm. gain mm -hmm. self-confidence as well. In the personal relationships and the, the professional, or in certain cases, in the cases of the athletes, athletic performance. Talking about pressure and the media and the fun, I love to use the word expectations. This is something that gives them a very, very annoying dynamic. Yep. So what I can do, not just for the for the celebrities or the athletes is for the, the people that create these expectations. 
Mm-hmm. Of course, the fans, the supporters want to see the team winning. The point is try to use forgiveness, not critics. Try to encourage an athlete, for example, that is not performing well that day. Or if they miss a penalty, which from the outside looks very easy, but from the inside is not easy at all. Try to encourage the athlete rather than uh, booing during, during the competition. As every human being, when they are encouraged, even through mistake, they can perform better. And finally, it's for the supporters as well to enjoy the, the success of the World Cup. Amazing. And, you know, listeners, I hope that this conversation was insightful for you and paved an exploratory survey of the challenges you know, our celebrities have to face in the dynamic world of social media. And as Nick shared, please be a critic where you're supporting them, you're encouraging them rather than putting them down. Everybody has their bad days and we need to uplift them when they're lifting the trophies for us, for our nation. Thanks a lot, Nick, for being on the podcast. And listeners, if you have any thoughts or any you know questions for Nick, please feel free to reach out. Nick, any thoughts for our listeners now? You made the point. Everybody can have bad days and uh, the help that supporters can give or fans in the case of non-athletic spectrum is crucial. Yeah. So yeah, I will Amazing. not add anything more than what you said. And uh, I thank you personally and professionally for this contribution for your audience. Thank you. Pleasure is all mine. And listeners, let's be a beacon of hope and support for our celebrities out there. Thanks a lot, everyone, for listening to this episode. And we have many more episodes coming your way. Thank you.